0: Welcome to Fired Up Podcast. I'm Andrew Hoppel. I'm Cameron Hewitt. This is episode twenty-five.
1: Oh yeah, we can rent a car now. Twenty-five. I love the tribute. And it's Twenty. Like a the dumb the, thing.
0: The number twenty-fifth episode, right before <laughs> my twenty-fifth birthday.
1: Oh man, that's so juicy. So the stars are aligning for this one.
0: Yeah, we made it. We made it first <laughs> before I got too old. All right, everybody. Oh, yeah. Welcome to Fired Up Podcast. Uh, what we do here? We are a fitness-based podcast, also self-development. Um, everything we do focuses around those things here at the podcast because we believe Cam and I both believe that both those things really just lead into everything that we do and what we know. Uh, so as always in housekeeping, we also want to talk about reviews. If you have gotten something out of this podcast to come or something previously, do us a favor. It's kind of the toll here. If you got something out of it, share it with somebody, leave us a review, share it, whatever you're going to do. But that's the, that's the deal that we have. If you're getting something out of us, we expect something back in return. I think it's pretty fair, right? Yeah. It's like a good old deal.
1: Yeah, it takes two seconds to share it with someone or whatever. Yeah. Exactly. Cool. We,
0: and also for reviews, we're still doing the giveaway. We had Jackie win some stuff last month. Uh, if you leave a review, send the email screenshot wherever you leave the review at, at um, Podcast or contact FiredUpPodcast at gmail.com, rather. So once again, let's contact FiredUpPodcast at gmail.com, and then we'll be able to kind of see exactly who has uh, done that so far. So thanks so much for continuing to do that. Um, What else is going on? Current events is what I wrote down for kind of quick housekeeping as well. Coming up, we have and also one of our subtopics today, we have the Spartan Race Mm -hmm. that we're talking about. Because the Spartan Race is, by the time it comes out, it's gonna be two weeks away.
1: Yeah, a little less than two weeks away, right?
0: Two weeks, two weeks away. So we're gonna talk about that less. coming up in the podcast. And uh, last thing, updates on projects fired up hats or the focus hats coming up. Those are in production. They're almost done. Should be out soon. Mm-hmm. And
1: ooh, and. We will also, perhaps by the time this episode comes out, we will have some Fired Up Bumper Stickers. Yeah, there we go. As well. So let
0: us know. Send us an email at contactfireduppodcast at gmail.com, or you can send us a Facebook message if you have us on there, or whatever. If you want one of our bumper stickers, we'll toss it to you. Sure, why not? No worries. Yeah, we have a bunch of them. Yeah, right? Or we will. Yeah. Yeah. Check it out. See if they turn out pretty good.
1: Oh, they're going to. They look good. Yeah. Yeah,
0: so thanks for being here, everybody. Episode 25. Let's start talking about the Spartan race because that is something okay. that I'm excited about. Okay. And it's also, like I said, it's coming up really, really soon.
1: Yeah. Do you feel prepared?
0: Uh, Yeah. I feel like I'm getting closer. I don't know, where... Andrew. You don't sound confident.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. I think I'm all right. So
0: so I, I definitely think I'm getting closer to where I want to be. I've been adding more cross-training in. I've been doing more Orange Theory specifically, consistently mm-hmm. with that Training in mind that we need to up that cardio. My cardio is feeling better. Yeah. Um. It's just the, the idea of a 13 mile race. Yeah. Is getting more and more like real and heavy. Yeah. The closer we get. Yeah. Like 13 miles. That's a very far distance. Game. Yeah. But I coach all day, and I get like 10 miles for walking.
1: Yeah. But that that so that takes you think about that that takes you four hours ish, little more, and you're walking. So it won't take okay. you that long. And here's the yeah. thing. Dude, my brother, I was talking to him yesterday. He did, um, He, I told him about the Spartan race. He's like, dude, are you ready? I'm like, I don't know. I guess I'll find out. He's like, dude, I've done that before. Spartan races are nothing. I was like, oh, how far was your Tough Mudder? He was like, oh, was 13 miles. I'm like, okay, so is mine. Because during the Tough Mudder at the three-mile mark, they're like, you've now completed a Spartan race. It's like no, no 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 also they didn't have to like carry a bucket of gravel and all that crap but my thought is if my brother can do a 13 mile tough mutter that he did not train for yeah we're gonna be fine yeah like we'll definitely make it it'll probably take us two and a half or three hours yeah i'm sure it will but at the end of the day i think it'll be good and i think like the adrenaline of like everyone being there and it's the course looks pretty beautiful from what i saw like it'll be a good time.
0: I'm excited because I've been training specifically, I mean I've been throwing up on a little bit on socials. Yeah. Um, I've been training for Yeah, grip. you
1: dick, <laughs> call me out. How with with you, every how's you every single going? one of them? every single one of my oh posts. Oh my gosh, dude. I thought about that. The whole 2 hours I was doing my little <laughs> test run. I was like, "Oh, who's training harder? I'm training harder. Andrew isn't doing close to what I'm doing right now."
0: So half of what I do is to get inside of Cam's head.
1: It, I guess it helped. <laughs> I guess it worked a little bit. I've been
0: doing a lot of grip training. I've been doing a lot of full body stuff. So I'm trying to get, um, well, I'm still doing like an upper and lower split for my weight training. Okay. So I'll do a lot of upper body stuff one day. Then I'll focus on lower body another day. Yeah. But I do work in a lot of grip training. I do a lot of body control. Like I'm doing the salmon ladder, like we were talking about in the last episode. I'm doing a lot of that monkey bar business. And I've been doing a lot of crawling and pulling. Yeah, like we were like I, I threw up on one of those videos there, mm-hmm. and that stuff sucks. It's yeah. hard. It's yeah, it's hard.
1: rough. That's rough. That's like a that'll make your legs burn like crazy. I did like I actually uh, stole your idea of like doing like a bear crawl where you then kind of just like throw a throw a thing in like a weight in front of you, crawl to it, throw it again or whatever, and yeah, that gets that gets tired on your shoulders and your legs and all that. Yeah. Um, I want to find a way to practice the spear throw. The only thing I can think of is throwing a broom.
0: Throwing a broom. I mean,
1: like, realistically, I'm not going to go buy a spear, but I did look up, like, some techniques. Like, you just throw it like a football. That's all you do. Because, dude, oh, I really don't want to do burpees. That's kind of, like, I guess, like, my main goal is to, like, I mean, we'll finish. That shouldn't really be a goal because we're going to so do that I, for if sure. if I have to do
0: burpees and you don't, would you wait for me?
1: Oh, dude, no, here's the thing. We're competing in our training, but, like, dude, we're going to run it together. Yeah. we No, for sure. If one of us fails... If and one of us one fails, do we
0: both do burpees?
1: No. No, that's no, that's too much. That's ridiculous. That,
0: that'd that be pretty sweet. No, that would be... Then horrible. that gives both of us anxiety. I'm not... <laughs> no, all right, let's no. do that. No, stop. Come
1: on. <laughs> I'm not going to do... We'll, we'll decide during the day, but I'm going to That would no. be pretty cool. But you know what our main goal should be is to never do a burpee. I don't know if that's all, gonna, all all twenty-six obstacles. No all right, burpees. I'll do
0: that if you agree that both of us have to do burpees if one of us fails. No, but that that one's if anybody up. fails around us. No, no, wait, what?
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll think about it if 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 one of us if fails. we think we'll about we'll one of us us we, <laughs> maybe we'll see. We'll,
0: we'll see. do it. All right, sounds good. We're gonna do it that way, guys. So <laughs> we've decided.
1: Yeah, I feel I feel pretty good though. Thanks for asking. I think. <laughs> Yeah, I think I've been training the way that I'm going to do it, which is really important. Yeah. Um or if I do if I do fewer rounds cuz I've been doing a lot of like run half a mile, obstacle, run half a mile, obstacle and then repeat. If I'm only doing let's say 5 rounds, I'll run at a faster pace, but the other day when I did 13 rounds, I would be anywhere between 5 miles an hour and then sometimes if I was feeling really good, I would do it at like 7. Okay. But dude, you and I are probably going to be like lightly jogging from obstacle to obstacle like yeah yeah Because uh, i don't know energy. i think we could
0: we i don't know i could i could maintain like seven six and a half seven miles per hour for a very long time uh, we'll very see. long time
1: we'll see
0: <laughs> well we will see we will see we, we also have to i'm gonna create something for us to wear for related sure to the podcast will. We got it yeah because i if you guys saw uh, we haven't even like posted about it. I threw no, it. we haven't. Yeah, I printed. yeah, oh, you man. have it with you. I printed off. Um, there was this one photo that we took for our one thousand, um, our one thousand podcast listen, I guess event, whatever a celebration. Photo shoot. Yeah, yeah, whatever. photo shoot. Date. It's the know. one where Cam and I are holding onto the balloons and we're hiding behind like a bush in the in the forest. <laughs> Oh <laughs> and I, I printed that one off on a on just a standard t-shirt and I surprised him with it <laughs> he was like what did you do? I
1: thought it was a an album cover band shirt yeah exactly it that's looks why like one. one it looks pretty cool it looks
0: like something you get at PAX on
1: yeah 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 exactly exactly and then it's like oh that's mine and Andrew's face and all <laughs> that and the balloons just so you guys all know are doing well we're bringing them to the dunes this weekend actually this past weekend when you guys listen to this and uh, we're gonna we're climbing that big dune
0: yeah with those balloons dude we, we have to we should get a number two because we are we, we we're almost be- at two thousand listens yeah you know that
1: that's true i i did know that yeah, well yeah we we probably should by the time saturday rolls around we'll probably be there
0: we're almost at two thousand so yeah, yeah 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 we'll take photos there too that'd be fun um, if
1: yeah we're, we're going just- to
0: the dunes this weekend everybody we are going to and that's that's gonna be really good i was thinking about this doing a little bit of cross training there
1: like running up the dune yeah
0: So these dunes, the Warren Dunes in Michigan, if you're around the area, since actually I'd say 99% of our listens are in Illinois, Indiana, and Michigan. Yeah. Have you seen that? Yeah, most of them are in Wisconsin. And Wisconsin. Yeah. So the Warren Dunes in Michigan, just over the state line of Indiana, that is my favorite place in the world. So we go once a year. We go camp out there.
1: Dude, we've been going once a year for like freaking long. Since high school. Like long time. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So... These dunes, they're insane. They're yeah. they're as tall as pretty tall buildings.
1: Yeah, they're dude. It they probably gets up to like I don't know, man. Like a twenty percent incline or more. Especially the first one to get to the dunes, you got to climb that. It's like it looks like a wall. Oh man, check if them out. We, for if sure. we get to the top of one of those dunes and one of us drops a balloon and has to go back down, I'm going to cry. Oh, carrying so, those balloons up there, is I'm gonna, gonna suck. I'm gonna say so many swear words. <laughs> <laughs> Motherf- yeah, but no, that'd be a, that'd be a good little um treat I guess and this is the thing like, I feel like a lot of people they need some sort of like getaway you can go to somewhere that's pretty close just for like yeah. a couple days and even being away from your normal environment that's the idea mentally it feels like a huge break like when you and Christine went to Lake Geneva even just for like the day or whatever oh it was 24 like, hours yeah it's so nice it was like noon away.
0: to noon it was the yeah. best yeah and that's what we're gonna try to do with this one yeah. but you know it's it's good to just disconnect and kind of just you know sleep where you're not super comfortable and eat some Okay, food.
1: Yeah. Oh, do those pita pizzas, dude? <laughs> we
0: were Josh and oh. I were talking about that the other day. Oh, Josh no. my roommate. We were talking about, all right, well, we got to figure out what we're going to eat. So now yeah. we decided that it's uh, my responsibility. I
1: do have some now. of those uh, hobo pie makers. And, you have them? Uh, Other things. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, courtesy of Abigail. Cool. I love you, Abby. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, so Cam's got to figure out if he's going to coach on Sunday. If not, he'll be there the whole weekend. If yes. he does, we got to get back. Because actually, believe it or not, everybody... We never stop working. <laughs> <laughs> to the grindstone. To the grindstone all day.
1: Um, do you want to transition into our next thing?
0: Let's talk about a little bit more about. I want to. I want to really focus in on what Spartan race training looks like for the next two weeks. What are you gonna do? Because this is this is kind of this is like, this is the kill zone, is what I'm trying to say. Kind of yeah. This is the really important stuff. I've been ramping up my training for the last, I'd say, month and a half. Mm-hmm. Last two weeks have been more focused. Now, this last two weeks, it's going to be all in. There's no messing yeah. around because once that couple few days before the race starts, I know that I need to rest. Yes, and sorry, we rest. also yeah. have had a, a very recent reminder from your escapades too. Yeah, I mean, resting before a big event, very very yeah. important.
1: I'll probably do like a couple of days before or so. I'll probably do like some walking up like the reservoir and maybe like do a very short jog or something that's like easy but still somewhat active.
0: One week away, let's see how our cardio is doing. Let's do a pretty long,
1: just a straight up run.
0: Yeah. We won't do 13 because we don't want to do the full.
1: No, but even doing something like eight, eight or, yeah,
0: that would suck.
1: Yeah, it would be rough. Major.
0: Yeah. So let's do something like that. Yeah. Um, And also I want to add in one more training day at least with you for that cross-train aspect where Mm -hmm. we're using those weights. Yeah. We don't go quite as long, but we have, you know, maybe some sandbags we're using or things like that. Yeah. Because I have that weighted vest too for 40 pounds.
1: When did you get sandbags, dude? Just I've just been accumulating. Get okay, that's not a real answer. Oh, I
0: just found it. <laughs> one day, you know, in case we have to. Oh open wait, I up recently
1: it. came into some sandbags. <laughs> it was a part of my inheritance. You're on
0: on Facebook Marketplace. You're scouring the yeah. web for for fitness equipment. Oh, I just
1: fumbled upon them.
0: Hey, if you need to, you know, all of a sudden open up a personal training studio, you'd stumble into one. You just gotta have stuff ready to
1: go. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I did. Um, I or I have noticed the upped cardio and. I guess really just the cardio and like kind of like the intensity, like not taking as few or not taking as long of breaks in between sets and stuff. Yeah. I've definitely been getting leaner and I did an in-body scan. Okay. Schomburg. Yeah, I saw that. So remember when we were on this, on your scale and it was like, I knew it was wrong. Dude. That thing, I
0: mean, that thing sucks.
1: Yeah. It was like 17% yeah, body said fat. That you I'm were like, really high. I'm like, there's no way. So I did the in-body one, which is probably a little bit more accurate. And I was at like 13% or something like that. I'm going to
0: throw that thing in the
1: wall. Yeah. <laughs> You should hang it up or something as like an ornament. But um, I feel like my body fat percentage is definitely going lower. I feel like a lot leaner just because I'm doing a lot more of like hit cardio and just, I guess, upping my intensity and also doing a way different stimulus going from like those really, really heavy compound movements to like almost just working for an hour, like nonstop. Cam has transitioned
0: grits. almost 180 degrees from what he was doing prior.
1: Um, yeah, almost the whole the whole 180 would be if i was just doing straight up running which yeah. i'm never gonna do that yeah well i don't say never but i'm not gonna do that right now mm-hmm. so but yeah definitely getting some changes in my in my body and uh it's kind of it's whooping my butt dude. my leg my legs have been really sore actually with all the running and then really? I'll do yeah so i'll i'll jog half a mile and then i'll do um like deadlifts or like pretty lightweight like 135 i'll just like Rip out 10, count to 25 seconds in my head, and then do another 10. And then do I'll do like three rounds of that and then get back on the treadmill. Mm. Yeah,
0: yeah. I've, I've been also trying to cut back on calorie count a little bit because I want to just lose just a few, even if you lose like yeah. two, three pounds in this yeah. process. You're if you're doing 15,000 or 20,000 steps, mm-hmm. think about that, you're doing two or yeah. three less pounds in each step. Yeah,
1: I, I gotta tell you something. So, um I did what I call a salt shot the other day. So I took half a teaspoon of salt, yeah, put it on my tongue, knocked it back with a bunch of water before that, uh, the two hour long workout I did. Dude, changed everything. Really? So I started telling members about it, and uh, one of our members, Tia, dude, shout out to Tia. She's the only member that actually brought in salt yesterday. I was working at the front desk, she took it, and after her workout, she was saying that she was feeling like way better. She had more energy on the treadmill because if you well, first off, you should be hydrated. But then if you start sweating a bunch, you're losing a lot of that water. But if you have a good amount of salt in you right before – this is what marathon runners do. They take salt tablets before a race. Really? So they hang on to that water. Also, it's like the same thing as like electrolytes, right? It's like pretty much the same thing. Um, so I'm thinking like a few days before the race when we're kind of starting to like taper off, I'm going to start upping my salt intake – I'm gonna buy some salt tablets and just start drinking a bunch of water too. Okay. And then before the race, you and I, dude, we'll pop we'll pop some salt tablets, some salt dr- drink tablets. some water, and then. then we're doing shots. I'll I'll get us some, uh, I'll get us some uh, nutrition stuff from Roadrunner. I'll get us, like some sport beans and stuff. Dude, <laughs> you know, I'm telling you, we're
0: going tactical the, on this the, one. We
1: are. Those sport beans made a huge difference during uh, my torture the trainer workout that yeah. was like super long. Dude, having a little bit of like sugar. Huge difference. Something yeah. like halfway through, we both just rip open a pack of sport beans, knock them back, finish that bad boy. <laughs> yeah, dude. it's gonna
0: be really cool. I'm really excited for it.
1: Yeah, no, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good time. So I the would recommend, podcast
0: to follow that is gonna be fantastic to talk about.
1: If we live to see the day, it will be, dude. I would I would recommend that you guys try um, one, just upping your, your salt intake, like of you seasoning your food, like if you get like. Um, Frozen food, fast food—they pump everything full of sodium. That's not good for you, right? But you could probably not oversalt your food and still be able to eat it, right? It's just—it's just not gonna be enough sodium, especially if you're really active. Oh, dude, you're gonna have way more energy. You're gonna hold your water better, and you will hold water for a few days, but then your body is going to adjust. And I got all this from like Stan Efferding, who's like the only guy to be a pro bodybuilder. And power lifter, like, world class for both. And he said that's, like, the number one thing he recommends to his athletes. So, for you OT heads out there. OT heads. Try it. And then, Andrew, you got to start trying, too. Dude, putting the salt on your tongue, it's it tastes so bad. Yeah. It's so gross. And you got to just, like, rinse it down. And Tia was saying how she could feel the salt, like, just bubbling up in her stomach. Not bubbling, but just, like, in her stomach. Yeah. And then, once you kind of, like, digest it. Um, huh. Then you're then you're good to go.
0: Yeah, eating a lot of salt is definitely it's something that everybody's probably experienced, and you're just like, Ugh.
1: yeah, yeah. But it, it made a huge difference, dude. Yeah, huge difference. Yeah. Main you know, topic of the day. Main topic of the day. This, so I'm going to tie this into the Spartan race seamlessly. Just you guys wait. So <laughs> after my at, <laughs> title, <laughs> at the at the end of the Spartan race, Andrew and I will be feeling a certain way. Now we might be feeling pretty good. We might be feeling dead, whatever, but we will only have ourselves to blame. All right. Similar to how I didn't even get close to 400 pounds, I only could look back and say, "What did I mess up?" I, you know, I could have said, you know, "Oh, it's it's Roadrunner's fault for scheduling me, or it's so and so's fault for you know not picking up my classes, or whatever it is." I could have made excuses. Um, but what I want you all to do, because I like, I like giving you guys like a, a tangible thing to actually do while you're listening to this. Think about where you are in life right now with your relationships, your your finances, your career, your overall living situation. And this might not objectively be true, but I want you to tell yourself that every decision you've made from the point you were like a kid to now has led you to this moment and you can only blame yourself. Now, obviously if something really horrible has happened to you, that event might not be your fault. It it might be like, if you're, you know, let's say like your house caught on fire because you left the stove on, that's your fault. But if it's completely out of your control, well, guess what? You still control how you're going to respond to that situation. I mean, later on, I'll, I'll tell you guys, um, a story of one of like the most biggest lessons like I've ever, I've ever learned. But, um, Andrew, what do you, cause you and I agree on a lot of things. What do you, what do you think? Cause I, I think people should do that. I think they should say, I can only blame myself outside circumstances can happen, but I'm still going to choose to respond in certain ways and I've control over my actions and all that stuff. What do you, what do you think about that concept?
0: I agree with it completely. I mean, I think the, the culture that we have in place today is very often quite the opposite, though. I think oh, most people God, yeah. most people don't. Most people want to look around, and I've like felt that more recently. I, I think I've seen that more recently, where people want to blame other people for what's going on. Mm-hmm. Listen, I've had a lot of shitty things happen to me in my life. Yeah. But I always try to look at it, even if it feels like somebody else's fault. I try to look at it and say, hey, how could this also have been my fault? Yeah. Yeah. What could yeah. I have done better to avoid the situation or to react fr- uh, from the situation a little better too? Mm-hmm. So I'm somebody who I think fitness has really helped me cultivate that too. You know, once again, we talk about how fitness has applied itself in so many different ways of our lives. And this is one of them for sure, where I try to look in and because I know that concept, if you don't get where you want to be with your fitness, it's your fault. Yeah. There's nobody else you can blame. Yeah. And if I take that and apply it for everything else, you know... In this situation, in that situation, how could it have been my fault? Mm-hmm. And what could I have done better? How could I have reacted better, prepared better for whatever it is? Yeah. And it's just that's maybe too a fault. Sometimes I do that too much when things are truly out of my control. Or right. You know, I just I don't I don't know if I agree. If if there's only a few things that are out of your control, I think that's yeah. true. I think more, way more things are in our control then we want to believe mm-hmm. a lot, a lot of times, very yeah. often, right? Yeah.
1: Well, that's a lot easier. Mm-hmm. It's a lot easier, yeah.
0: To just say I, I, I have nothing to do with it. I can't mm-hmm. change it. I mean, yeah. most of the time, it's a load of bullshit. Yeah, it's just fodder that you're feeding yourself. And then if you're feeding your own fodder, you're gonna change your mindset in the wrong way.
1: It's a fancy word. And why don't you why not you explain to the audience what fodder is? I mean, I know what it is. But why don't you explain to them? Because I don't think they know.
0: <laughs> do you not know. No, why
1: don't you just tell them what it is? <laughs> No, just uh, tell him.
0: <laughs> Fodder's like, uh, like, like food you could eat. Like, it's something you toss to like animals. Exactly.
1: Yeah. We all knew that. <laughs> no, that's I knew that's what you could like. It's like your scraps. This. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> sure. One thing. One thing that I, an exercise that I do, <laughs> is if if I made, let's say I'm in a bad spot and I've already gone through the process of like, okay, this is because of a decision that I made. I'll look back on that moment when I made the decision and I'll think, what was my thought process? Because here's the thing, you should take ownership for everything in your life, but you also shouldn't be like, oh, I'm a piece of garbage because I made all these bad decisions because I hate where I am. Look back on the decisions you made and think back to what your thought process was because a lot of times I'll look back and be like, you know what? With the information I was given and where I was in life, I really thought I was making the best decision. Now looking back on it, Probably wasn't right. So a great example in my life is going away to school, right? During the time I was like, yeah, going going away, getting out of the house is going to be absolutely awesome. I'll get to you know study on like a higher level, meet all these people, all that great stuff. I really thought I was making a good decision, but looking back on it, I was like, wow, I was being completely unrealistic with the amount of debt I would be in. So big thing for me is like my biggest struggle right now is my financial situation because I have so much debt. But I'm not going to get mad at you know, the school or the government or whatever, be like, Oh man, just college is so expensive. What was me? No, I chose to go to school. No one, no one strong-armed me and told me not to go. My parents actually kind of advised against it. Right. Did so they really, yeah. And, and they, they tell me, they're like, can we wish that we were better parents and said like, Hey, you can't afford this. You're going to Harper. And I was like, okay, sure. You guys can blame yourself for that. But I still made the decision. Um, to go into that much debt and yeah, I was eighteen. I, I didn't realize what I didn't That's really, interesting. Both I didn't really parties in that situation,
0: was. both parties are are exercising personal blame. Yeah. You see that? Yeah and, and Your imagine, parents are blaming themselves. Yeah. And you're blaming yourself. Yeah. But what if what if it was reversed? What if both of you were oh, blaming man. each other?
1: Then our relationship would just go absolutely down the toilet, I'm sure. Yeah. There'd be so much resentment towards each other. Yeah. Um or if, if I agreed if I agreed with them And I was like, yeah, this is your guys' fault. You didn't protect me. What the heck? Like, I was only 18 years old. My frontal lobe wasn't even developed. Technically, it's still not because it's not until you're 25. Fun fact. Um, So you're getting close. Coming up. Fully developed. That day, only a few days. (laughs) Finally, we
0: can start dying.
1: Um, But if I also blame them, well, first off, that, in my mind, takes the responsibility off of me. And now every time I make a, a loan payment... Then I get more bitter. I'm like, oh, my parents' fault. They're taking this money away. And then I feel like they owe me something. Yeah. You know, that's, and they've even said like that they feel bad on their part that they actually want to help um, me and my siblings pay off our debt. And part me like, no, why would you do that? That's going to weaken the lessons I'll learn, which part of me feels stupid for saying that cause I'm like, Cam, take it for sure, right? Um but no, it's like I don't want you to come in and, and save the day, and then I'll just learn. Okay, every poor decision I make, my parents will just save me. No, that's stupid. Like I chose this life, whether I knew it or not, when mm. I was eighteen. Mm. So yeah.
0: Whether I knew it or not, wow, yeah. that's a that's a powerful statement to yeah. say. Because I'd say a lot of us will also make excuses too. I didn't know. Yeah. You know, yeah, which is fine. There's going to be a lot of times you don't know. I knew it or not, whether I knew it yeah. or not, I made that poor decision and that decision led to this, to mm-hmm. that. And at the same time if you apply that that concept, all the good things it's on you. Yeah. I I made that good decision which led to another one and I have this to reap from it.
1: Yeah. You know what people don't do though? They do they do the opposite. So they they blame the world. They blame outside circumstances for the bad things. And then they either will take credit for the good or they'll say, oh, I just got lucky. So either way, their hands are just clean. Yeah. It's like, do you just think that you're like a brainless drone going through life and things just happen to you? It's like, no, you are. I see that pretty you're, often. You're active. You are making decisions mm-hmm. every day. And there's more decisions that you're making than you probably think.
0: Sure, sure. Yeah. And, and to apply this once again back to fitness, because I, I think this is a really good one that you can. Tie in. What there's one concept that we both know that Ed Milet talks about a lot, and it's it's the the fat person concept, mm-hmm. right? And a lot of people will say, "I'm just a fat person," you know, or "I'm just I'm just you know, I don't know what's another way you could go about. It? I'm just a poor person." Yeah, it's like, or, "Oh, this is how I am." Yeah, exactly. That a lot of people, including us, I would say too, will apply those attributes and say, "This is who I am. Yeah. This is just how I am." These are my attributes, and what what Ed Mylett preaches. He's he's um, how would you describe Ed if, for people who don't know? Who yeah, like a, like
1: a badass. No, so he so he is Second a dad. very he's like a just multi like hundreds of millions of dollars he's generated. Um, but I think he's moved more into like a lot of like motivational speaking, and he actually has a podcast. That you Entrepreneur too. Yeah,
0: yeah. Ed Milet has a pretty good show. Um, he has a lot of good speakers on it, but yeah. he is somebody who was completely broke. Oh yeah. And built himself up to where he is today. Yeah. Right. So so, anyways, the fat person concept is that you are not a fat person. Mm-hmm. You are not a poor person. You are a person with poor attributes. Yep. You're a person who has gotten fat. Yeah. Right. Your your decisions have led you to become that version of you. But you can't give yourself that title. Otherwise, you're not going to break away from that title. Yeah, you're a person who has become fat. Yeah, you're a person who has fallen out of where you need to be, mm-hmm. where you you know you need to be, and you have a personal and emotional conviction to where you're at.
1: Yeah, a, a better way to phrase it than just saying I'm a fat person is you can say I made myself a fat person, and I can make myself out of being a fat person. So you got yourself there. That means you can also backtrack. You can go the other way and you can become a fit person as well. I guarantee you that you haven't been eating, you know, white rice and boneless, skinless chicken breasts and got fat off that. Zero people have done that. Okay? You've probably been eating like garbage. You've been eating like an asshole, as Andrew says. Eating like an and, asshole. And you haven't been moving. All right? Those are decisions you make. If you're telling me you don't choose what you eat and put in your mouth and chew and digest, then then you're you're just lying. I'm going to make a t-shirt out of that. Don't eat like an asshole. Stop
0: eating like an asshole. Yeah. It's time time. Yeah.
1: Let me I am going to show another you another hat. I'm going to show you that uh that story. So, this is one of the biggest lessons I learned and this might make me sound heartless and I thought I was for a, a, a while too, but I don't I don't think anymore. No, so, I'm excited. So, no, one of, one of my good buddies, you actually I think you might remember him Andrew. His name is Leo. Growing up, we were real. I mean, we were good friends, pretty much up until like the end of high school. From like first grade to the end of high school, we were really close. Um, he has a sister named Meredith, and uh, they didn't grow up uh, up with um, with a dad. All right, so their dad died when they were very young, and their mom was an alcoholic and really just like did not have it together. Um, just scraping by to get you know the food on the table and stuff like that. So through certain circumstances. Um, Leo lived with us for a little while and, um, given a lot of opportunities. Okay. That's the first thing I want to point out. The, um, hand of cards that he was dealt was crap. It was horrible, but then he had opportunities. Some of them he took, some of them he did not. All right. And then towards my, what was, I believe my senior year of high school, he started getting a little bit of drug dealing, all that stuff. And also he was someone, as long as I knew him, Wanted to cut corners. He always felt that life owed him something because he had a poor upbringing and all that stuff. So that's mindset number one that's going to lead to where he is now. All right, he always tried cheating the system, all that stuff. I remember he would Google, um, he would Google image monster energy drink coupons, print them off and go get monster for free, right? So cutting corners like that, right? Um, Got into like some drug dealing and all that stuff. Again, he's trying to make money in an illegal way to get ahead. Um... And so my parents found out and they're like, Hey Leo, like you can either live with us and stop dealing drugs or you can keep dealing drugs and uh, you can, you can leave. And he was honest with them. He's like, Hey, I'm not, I'm not ready to stop. So I would rather be homeless and deal drugs than not. Right. His high school, first, like, he was failing everything. Every class he was failing. His high school said, Hey, for the last three weeks of your senior year, just be in the building and we'll give you your degree. He chose not to. Three weeks from graduation, chose not to, all right? So that's another choice he made. So then he ends up being homeless. He was maybe like staying with people for a couple days at a time. And uh, you know, one day I, I saw him, I'm like, oh man, he was he was not looking good at all. And uh he it looked like he was kind of ready to start changing his life, and then that went away super quick. Um I have absolutely no idea where he is now. I'm sure he's still homeless. Um, during college, I got a call from like the Cook County Jail, bailed him out of jail, and he, same mentality. He was still trying to cut corners. He he tried robbing a gas station, which he got away with, but the um, the gas station attendant tried like grabbing him so he wouldn't leave, and Leo thought he just got away with stealing something. I forgot what it was. He's like, hey, that guy can't grab me. He goes back, and obviously the cops are there. He's like, "Hey, you you can't do that." And then the cops arrest him. I'm like, "Why would you go back, right?" Um, he tried fighting the cops, so they had to use you know some force to like get him off and, and handcuff him. Um, and he completely blamed the cops. He's like, "You know, they they started like hitting me because like I was trying to hit them or whatever." And uh, you know that guy's not allowed to grab me. I'm like, "Leo, you you stole from that store. Try don't blame people, right?" Um, and so for a long time, you know, I would blame myself. I'm like, man, was I not a good enough friend? Um, you know, did I not like hang out with him enough and be like a good example for him and all this stuff? Cause I also was dating someone in high school that, that took up a lot of my time and I didn't really hang out with him a lot. So I was blaming myself for that. And then I realized, I'm like, you know what? He didn't have a good upbringing, but he made a lot of crappy decisions. He literally could have graduated from high school easily. He could have stayed living with my parents in a super stable home, had, had all of his food made from all that stuff, um, chose not to do that. His sister is doing fantastic. She's a manager at, I think Oberweiss the last time I checked. She has a great relationship with her boyfriend. They've been living together for a little while and, you know, they're planning on getting married and she's doing amazing. They had the same exact start, but I'll remember something that Meredith told me that I'll never forget. It was one day at like youth group. I was like a freshman. And we were talking about things that happened to us. And she's like, you're... Oh, what did she say? She's like, you're responsible for how you react to the things that happen to you. And I'll never forget that. Because I knew she had a bad upbringing. But she knew, hey, I can control my behavior. And she's doing fantastic. And Leo's homeless. He's still probably trying to cut corners. Honestly, for all I know, he could be dead. I have no idea. There's no way to contact him. Um, but in a, in a weird way, this is where I might sound heartless... I don't feel bad for Leo. He has constantly made decisions um, that are horrible and he knows they're bad. And hopefully one day he'll start making different decisions Um, and, you know, similar decisions that Meredith has been choosing to make. And hopefully one day he he can have a great life. But um, that's just a great example that it doesn't really matter where you start. If you make good decisions you can eventually have a good life. Like Meredith is gonna enjoy the rest of her life. I'm sure She's doing fantastic.
0: Wow! So that's a very that was powerful one of the story, b-
1: dude. That was like a lot of guilt that came off of my shoulders when I was like, "Wait a minute." He had a lot of opportunities. He can only blame himself, and then I couldn't blame myself. Are there things I could have done better? Sure. By the end of the day, there's things that you know my parents could have done things better in the beginning to raise me better. But you know what? It's still my life, and I get to make decisions.
0: Thanks for sharing yeah, that. So, yeah. No, that's a very powerful story. And just like anything, those concepts can be applied to so many different parts of our lives. Right? Yeah. And kind of tying it back in with that whole fitness mindset, every decision that we make leads to, to where we are today. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that can be disappointing and demoralizing, especially if you're not where you want to be. Yeah. right in business and health fitness whatever but it's also motivating it's inspiring because we understand no matter where mm-hmm. you're at it might be an uphill battle mm-hmm. but every decision you make from here today that's going to take you to next year yeah and the year after that yeah absolutely right? as long as we're on this side of the grave you can always make decisions to change where you're at yeah. and where you're going to be there's the story and- isn't written until it's all the way over yeah
1: exactly the rest is still unwritten. There's, and there's, <laughs> there's also this. There's, there's just too many success stories of people that used to eat government cheese out of, you know, out of dumpsters and living under like a shelter or something, and then become multimillionaires. There's too many stories like that for me to make any excuses. Because I had a pretty good upbringing. There's no excuse. What am I gonna do? Blame on the fact that I didn't have you know, a parent in my life growing up. No, I, I have two great parents. Like, what's my excuse? Nothing. Absolutely nothing.
0: And once once you apply that mindset to so many different parts of your life, maybe, you know, like I say, I do that to a fault sometimes where I think things are my fault when they maybe not be, but I'd rather have myself be over hyper blaming myself for things rather than just accidentally blaming somebody else when it's truly my fault. Yeah. You know, because those things, as long as you're not negative and you're destructive with that mindset, if you think and every single every single interaction, every single situation that you're in, if you think, how could I have done that better? How could I have reacted to that better? What could I have done to prepare myself for where I wanted to be a little bit better? We can take that, those lessons that we're teaching ourselves. We're literally teaching ourselves mm-hmm. from our life experiences and we're using them for the next time that shows up. Because yeah. the the funny thing about life that I've learned in my short life. Is that it? Really seems that you don't have m- many experiences just once. Yeah, you have a, a version at least of of an experience you've had prior. Mm-hmm. Later down the line. Yeah, and That's I'm only so 25 once again, so I'm sure those of you who have a few more years on me or Cam, you'd you'd agree. Yeah, <laughs> you see, you yeah. see similar situ- situations later in life than you've that you've had prior. Yeah. So if you're constantly trying to apply those things, and once again, to fitness too, if you see yourself mess up, and because a lot of us who listen to this podcast, who are part of this podcast, maybe this is your first few years in a fitness lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Take the things that you're learning, that you're messing up with, or or some obstacles and use them, learn from them, apply them, right? You know, what could I have done a little bit better? That's what we're doing with this podcast. Cam Mm -hmm. and I are trying to take some things that, because this is a new thing, we're on episode 25 yeah <laughs> I mean we have some some of those smaller 15 minute episodes, but episode 25 for the main gig, yeah, we've taken a lot of things that we've learned and we've applied and changed. Mm-hmm. We're always doing that in every aspect of our lives. Fitness is no different.
1: yeah yeah and uh, I think a lot of the so if you're just kind of into like fitness or into like something new, you'll find at least in my experience, the mistakes I make, are almost the same mistakes. Yeah. Always, right? If and you're, you're not learning or trying to change them. from them, right? Yeah. And you also got to realize, why am I making that mistake? That's going to help you out a lot. And then you know, going back to kind of like decisions, practice making decisions. So I'll, I'll do some stupid things. If I'm driving and if my hand is on top of the wheel, I will say to myself, I'm going to decide to hold the bottom of the wheel. I'm going to do that. And over time, yeah, you're giving me a weird look, but I'm telling you, man. Like, I'll, I'll choose. I'll. I will choose to brush my teeth with the other hand, and I'm consciously aware that I'm like making more decisions throughout your day. Because most things you do, you do them on autopilot. Stop doing that. Don't just go through your life, make decisions every day, and then you'll slowly learn. You know what? I have a lot more control in my life than I do. That's interesting. Put put, put the opposite shoe on first. Choose as many things as you can every day.
0: You know what? That's that's essentially the same thing as the canceled. Concept, you're making that conscious decision yeah, I guess to it's not an, it's allow. An, it's the mean? same. It's the same mental muscle that you're flexing.
1: It's like in the opposite instead of training. not doing something; you're choosing to do something. You
0: know. You know. It's something that it's funny. You know talk about cancel. We can talk about that in housekeeping really quick. Yeah. This this is pretty applicable. Um, that snooze button. That's easy. It's it's getting pretty easy not to do it. Yeah. Because what I'm doing now when I'm when I'm intending to wake up. All I have to do, I turn it off, and I swing my feet off off the bed. And yeah. I'm up. I'm good to go. Yeah. It's it's the mental decision. You know, like I said last week, it was getting easier. Now it's really easy. Yeah. If I have to get up, there's no way that I'm gonna use that snooze button. Mm-hmm. Absolutely none. Yeah.
1: It's pretty cool. It's getting harder for me. I'm not gonna lie. Really?
0: <laughs> yeah, dude. Dude, <laughs> same idea. Same idea for no AC. Mm-hmm. Not having the AC on. I have gone past the month that I wanted to use for no AC. That AC hasn't been on since the middle of the summer.
1: Oh, yeah. It's past August. Yeah. You're also wearing a sweatshirt right now, so your Dude, body must be getting used to it, too. I'm
0: so <laughs> used to it. I'm so... And, by the way, I know I said... I think I said in a recent podcast that I got my electricity bill, and it was only 10 bucks cheaper, so I was like, what's the point of this? Oh, that sucks. I got another bill, because I think we probably um, turned the AC off probably right before that last bill came oh, out. Oh,
1: maybe... Okay.
0: So one full month, one full bull, bill cycle yeah. with no AC on, energy bill cut in half.
1: Dude. Cut
0: in half. Yeah, there you go. Or Even more so, I believe. It was yeah. like close to 90 bucks while we were doing it for our small 1,100 square foot apartment.
1: Yeah. You know what should be next? Lights are canceled.
0: <laughs> we turn them off.
1: No, Yeah, nothing. <laughs>
0: no, so anyways, it was, it was 40 bucks. I think it was 39 bucks. There you go.
1: Unbelievable. It, wasn't it like a hundred something when you guys decided to cancel the AC? Like it was so high. It was like 90.
0: It was like something like that. Okay. So it's less than half.
1: Yeah. So So it does pay off.
0: And then also it kind of, it's just a little mini, I guess, reminder that it takes time to see change. When you implement change, it takes time to see that. And it's just, it's, it's funny that we see that in so many different ways too. And we, we don't always consciously understand that. Even if we understand the concept for fitness, Mm-hmm. If you turn that AC off, you're not gonna save money today, real a whole ton. Yeah, it takes time.
1: If you do it for a day, you might save like a buck or something, right? You gotta, but if you're consistently
0: yeah. putting in that time, putting in that effort, just like training, it makes a difference. Yeah. And now it is so easy. If you, I was so addicted to the air conditioning. I would say, in yeah. the middle of summer, we all like to have it. We all like to to enjoy it. Yeah. But the, I swear, it's it's so funny because I did not expect this type of change, this mental change for me. I was feeling so soft in the middle of that summer while we were doing the podcast, especially when we had that one, um, don't listen to this one at night. Oh, yeah. When you called me out for being a, a uh, little baby, a yeah, little yeah, pussy yeah. baby, you were on top of your, <laughs> like you were firing on all cylinders at yeah. that point in yeah, the got, summer. Yes. Yeah, and true, I man. was real soft. I was eating pizza every day, almost every day. Yeah. I was living in the AC, it was cranked up, I was chilling, cool, and I was training like twice a week. Yeah, you were being a little bitch for sure. Yeah. <laughs> And then Just what kidding. happened was, all these small changes that I've seen, now, it's it's incredible, guys. Cam and I have completely switched places. Cam is now the little baby. Hey. And I, <laughs> I am on top of what my game, heck? and I'm steamrolling him. Dude, my training is 10 times harder than his for this sp- <laughs> part. <laughs> oh,
1: my God. <laughs> that's a good joke that's all a good right, joke no, no. no that's funny that's funny that's funny we're all laughing we're all there's, laughing
0: there's nobody if you say that again no. <laughs> <laughs> alright
1: what, what were you going to say feed them more lies there's
0: there nobody in my sphere of influence right now who's working harder than I am oh that's not true not one single none of you out there <laughs> including the person sitting across from me is working harder than Andrew Hopple right now yeah Twenty-five? We'll see. New year, new me.
1: Dude, twenty five, you gotta work twenty five hours a day. Twenty five hours. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's day. all about. But you know what, dude? We'll see. At the end of the Spartan race, if I'm way more pooped than you, then we'll know. Andrew made Andrew made better decisions. When I smoke him by three miles, we'll know. Oh, we will know. I <laughs> No, we're doing it together. We're a team, dude. We're a team. I'll right. just have to carry you through half the race on my shoulders.
0: So now I've I've ignited a little bit of a a fire in cam's chest i can already, yeah. already see it burning up i'm gonna hit you <laughs> <laughs> so now that the competitive fuel between us yeah he's he's now gonna take you to the next level
1: oh man we'll see i'm gonna sabotage you have, you. You have
0: slowed down you were you were flying in the middle of the summer yeah that was you were so i was so impressed was lot, you dude. were mentally focused there was nothing that was going to derail you from where you wanted to be and we saw that exactly with that 400 pound deadlift, and I'm calling you out in front of all the podcast yeah, listeners, that was insane, dude. all 65 of you regular <laughs> listeners.
1: It's true. It's true. You know, I, I want to see that
0: cam again. You know what? You know, I what, know you have a lot of things going on, and you have a lot of things
1: coming up in your life. I want to yeah. see that
0: cam even when it's hard, even when it's tough.
1: Yeah. Well, let me tell you this, Andrew. I think it it shifted. I I, I can't tell you guys this yet, but there's been some things I've added to my plate that have shifted and. My fitness definitely take a toll. Boy, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We're going off topic here. Um, point is, make decisions. Don't blame other people because it get, makes you a little baby. It's only you. It's all you. That's good. That's good, good, good or point. bad.
0: That's a good point. Yeah. I want to see you even more mentally focused, mentally tough in these next three months. Sure. I want to see the middle of the summer, Cam. Because guess what? You're the reason why I had to switch my mindset and where I feel like I'm so confident where I am now today. You too, everybody. Yeah. If you have not listened to that number 16 podcast, listen to that one and don't listen to any of the podcasts before that because they suck. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do take my gloves off on that one. And no, that's a really good one because yeah. that, it got me fired up in order to get where I am and I'm more comfortable with where I am and how I'm executing what I want to do to get where I want to be, fitness, business, whatever, than I was back there. Yeah. I agree. That's a really good one to listen to. And you can see, I bet you can even hear that that difference yeah, where maybe, Cam is now.
1: Maybe. I was, oh man, I remember that, dude. I was That was peak pissed. performance
0: for you. You were up here?
1: Maybe You're a little a less. Little, yeah, Slope yeah. down maybe a little a bit. Little bit. <laughs> Just a ten.
0: <laughs> 75 hard?
1: 75, maybe.
0: <laughs> I Alright, we're going to talk about it. Well, la- later. So this I'm trying to that.
1: convince Cam,
0: and also, if we do decide to do this which I think it should be a simple decision because it's going to suck. We would want people in the podcast to be a part of it too. Yeah. So we we can all suck together. Yeah. There's something called 75 hard. Take a look at it. If you listen to the podcast, check it out. I want to start a 75 hard run. Run.
1: January. Oh, you mean like doing it?
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay. 75 hard is essentially what we're doing here on a small scale brought up to the maximum level at least that, something that none of us have ever done before. You're flexing your, your decisional skills, your discipline for sure, your ability to execute yeah. on things that are hard to do no matter what season of life you're in. And what I want to do is I want to start a 75 hard, which is 75 days in a row, January 1st. Right in the middle of the winter when it's hard, when there's a lot of things going on, because there's a lot of people, the idea behind that, I know we'll talk about it more, but the idea behind that is that there are so many people who say, January 1st, that's going to be the new me. Oh, yeah. And to take that idea and just throw it out the window and say, no, this is really, like this is taking yeah. it to the next level. This is the new me. I'm going to do it right. Yeah. Think about that. You know how we talk about setting yourself up for the day, mm-hmm. being proactive than rather than reactive? Yeah. What if you scale that up to a year? Yes, yeah. Set you up what your if you year. what if you take that concept?
1: Like two and a half months to set up your year.
0: That would be pretty insane. Yeah.
1: That's actually what I would do in college. The first two or three weeks of school, I would go bananas with studying and working all that stuff, and then I would realize, okay, if I'm going to change it at all, I can I can dial it down a bit, as opposed to like slacking off for the first couple of weeks and then having to ramp it up. I'd always like go hard, and then I can always settle back down to like what will actually just be fine or like work or whatever
0: we'll talk about that coming up
1: yeah we'll see if we will
0: that'd be cool (laughs) All right, I'm gonna challenge you guys take a look at your life yeah what's been going on recently have you been asking yourself or have you been blaming yourself for some things or have you been asking what could I have done better yeah Cam had a really good point I'm sure you appreciate his story a lot Um, that was a really good one for him to share with everybody I'd never heard that one either yeah to the full extent Um, take a look Mm -hmm. what could you do your fitness, your business, your relationships, what can we do to further improve ourselves, to flex those disciplinary muscles too, right? Because I would say discipline really follows us around in all the different areas of our lives, mm-hmm. especially yeah. fitness.
1: No one's ever just disciplined in one thing. I've never met anyone like that, ever.
0: No, it carries through. Yeah. Thanks for a part can of this we- uh, podcast, everybody. You anything else, Cam? Um, Nope. Be proactive this week. That's it. This is Monday. Love you guys. Have a good one, everyone. (laughs) We're out.